I cannot tell you how excited I am to share this week's coffee with you. From one of the most influential ladies in Nicaraguan coffee and one of my closest friends. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So I love the fact that after nine years of doing In My Mug, we can still have new coffees. A few weeks ago, we had Lagunitas from El Salvador, from Gloria. And this week, we've got a new one in Las Delicias. N not a new name. We have had a coffee in the past called Las Delicias, but this is not from El Salvador. This one is from Nicaragua. Um, it's from the department of Ginotega uh, in the community of <laughs> Lupi Lu, I think it is actually, but I might be getting Lippy Lu maybe. I can't remember. But although um, it's brand new, it does come from people who we know extremely well and have worked with for over the last 10 years. Um, the family Maresh, who you may remember from such farms as, you may remember me from such farms as Limoncillo and Mamma Mina and Escondida and Milagros. Um, and have been working with us for a very long time to bring us delicious, amazing coffee. Well, it comes from that family. Much of the deliciousness of that family comes from the amazing processing of Eliane, who is in charge of all of the processing uh, in uh, Nicaragua. Um, she works uh, in the family business, but has never owned her own farm until last year when she acquired Las Delicias. Um, and that's what we have here. Um, I say it's located in the region of Ginotega, has an altitude of around about 1450 meters above sea level, which for Nicaragua is incredibly high. Um, and is located next to another Maresh farm you might have heard of uh, called San Jose. Um, San Jose looks down over uh, Escondida as well. Um, Eliane knows the area very well and knows the land and knows what it's capable of producing. Um, and her passion and excitement for coffee um, you can start to understand why she wanted to have her own farm at some point. Um, everybody else in the family did, so I guess it's uh, only fair that she does too. Um, we've been doing this a little bit recently, and I, I'm really pleased that I'm doing a little more of it, because for me, smelling coffee gives you just an idea of what's to come. Um, and this, while I've been standing here talking to you, I've been doing this, and the smell coming up has been phenomenal. So, snozz are in the bowl time. Like... The biggest smell I get off this is just like, it's going to be citrusy, it's going to be zingy, it's going to be sharp, um, it's going to be bright. Uh, you get, it's almost like a citrus kind of smell coming from it, and I cannot wait to try it. So I want to tell you a little bit of a story how the Maresh family came to have this varietal and has since passed it on to Bolivia and other countries. So as Erwin and his father were driving past the Uni Cafe Experimental Station in Juanatello, uh, which had just gone uh, out of business, a man on the side of the road flagged them down and explained to them how the station had closed down and that his severance pay was to take some of the tools or the coffee seeds uh, since they didn't have any cash to pay him. And he asked if they would be interested in buying the items. Um, and Erwin was saying, in all honesty, they didn't really want to, but like his father had made him to stop and his father went, yeah, okay, and took the offer and bought the seeds and a couple of uh, old shovels that were beaten up. And these seeds went into the back of the pickup truck that they were in, 20 pound of coffee seeds, and they didn't think any more about it. It was just labeled up as Java. 
Irwin's dad later showed the seeds to the agronomist who was helping them at the farm um, and who had worked at that station. Um, and uh, Patricia had said that she was like so excited to see these seeds because they'd had really good uh, uh, like results from the experiments they'd done with them uh, and how that it was not very productive, also not very disease resistant, but she remembered it in the study like when the seeds had first arrived and how amazing the coffee had tasted. She also remembered the original name was Longbury, which has its roots back in Ethiopia. So the Mureshi started to run some experiments with various altitudes, various processing methods, um, and they've been learning to manage this varietal ever since. Um, you may have seen in Bolivia that we also have like a Longbury Java uh, from there, and that's also come from their seed stock because they're friends with uh, Daniela and Pedro and Pedro Pablo in Bolivia. Something a bit, something a bit phallic about that. Hello, Roland. Hello, Steve. Longberries. Yeah. How'd you say it? Lumberaries. Lumberaries, correct. So Lumbery, how would you roast it? Would you approach it any differently than say, for instance, you would a Bourbon or for instance a Pacamara? Definitely different to the Bourbons because they go quite they're quite small beans, so they take that heat pretty quickly. So we tend to go fairly delicately with them as we would approach them like an Ethiopian where they tend to be pretty quick. Any dangers of tipping with a Lumbery? Absolutely. Yeah. They want to be careful off. Tipping is basically where the end of the bean hits the drum when it's too hot and scorches it. So, yeah, that's long berries. Thank you, Roland. Where is Steve? So I felt it was time to brush off my Kalita wave and use it as I haven't used it for quite a while. I'm um, going to put a link on the screen there for you to the brew guide so you can go and watch it and see it. Um, kind of fun way of brewing I, I don't know why I haven't had mine out for such a, such a while but um, yeah they're fun they're fun so um, anyway we're going to talk about Eliane and Eliane is um, kind of pretty unique I like I've talked about how her family have done this and how you know she runs the mill and things but she had years and years of not being involved in specialty coffee um, and all of a sudden she's become one of the leading lights um, like in processing and also cupping um, she's now a, a cup of excellence head judge um, you know, she took advantage of the skills that she learned when she was uh, in her previous life, when she managed um, a role um, of uh, nursing, and now she manages in a very male-dominated world of coffee processing. Um, she grew up in one of the most coffee, famous coffee families, of course, in the world. Um, and, uh, but in 1980, the Sandista government uh, confiscated the family's coffee farms, forcing them into exile in the United States of America. Now, this is not unusual. Um, this is something that happened during that Sandista time. Um, but turning that negative into a positive, uh, Eliane dis decided to study uh, becoming a nurse. Um, and I, I love the way that she thinks about things. She, she talked to me for the book, and this is where a lot of this information has come from. Um, she says, be grateful to Mother Nature and considerate to the people that help us perform the best job. Um, everyone's life is not only improved economically, but we create a new family that works with passion to produce the best coffee in Nicaragua and share that with the world. And that's pretty much how she thinks as a person. Um, she's really just a stunning lady. She's the reason I wrote the book. Excuse me, going off camera, I'm just going to get rid of that. She's the reason I wrote the book. We were talking in Nicaragua and she said, 
like she was telling me this story and I was just like, these words need to be written down and shared with people. Um, and if you haven't bought the book already, please do. I don't know what to do with them. They're everywhere. Um, no, it's gone very well, but I would like definitely like you to buy one if you haven't. So let's go into the tasting. So you remember from the snozzer in the bowl, I said I could smell something citrusy. And oh my, there is something citrusy there. It's very lemon. It's very kind of sharp, bright acidity. Um, but it's kind of, kind of toned down a little bit with beautiful lychee. Um, so lychee's a little bit just more creamy and smooth. And from there, it goes into like a milk chocolate. So it just goes through these like high acidity. Oh, that's nice. And that finish is like really smooth and delicate. Uh, fantastic coffee. Thank you very much for joining me. It is always a pleasure to see you. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next week. But in the meantime, do remember, coffee is definitely too short for bad life. So, hello Roland. Hi Steve. <laughs> <laughs>